What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mets Dub Podcast. We have a very special interview for you guys. DJ Stewart, Mets Outfield, joining us on the show today. First off, DJ, hey, thank you for doing this. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Uh, to start, you've had an incredible month here. Crushed the month of August, six home runs so far with another game tonight. What do you attribute all the success to? Um, it's a little bit of the work that I put in um, in Syracuse with Colin Hetzler, um, the hitting coach. Uh, kind of when I started the season, was kind of trying to do too much. Rushing was leaning out in front, and we made some adjustments in the cage and kind of ran with it. I, I liked what we were doing and had some success down there that got me up here, and I think that's what we're seeing now. Mentally, how do you stay ready? Because you started the year, like you said, in Syracuse, to now you're playing pretty much every single day out in the outfield. How do you mentally stay prepared for that? Um, I mean, when you're in the big leagues, I mean, every night, like every game means means a lot, like win or lose. So just being prepared, knowing that even if you're not starting, that a situation could come upon yourself that you could help the team. So just kind of staying engaged with the game the whole time. And for me, having a little experience <clears throat> being drafted in 2015 and debuting in 18, I kind of have that experience to kind of know the situations of the game. Like last night, there's certain situations where I could have came in even though I didn't start. Just being prepared and not letting anything surprise you. Talk about being drafted in 2015. That was by the Orioles. Got a cup of coffee in 2018. That was with Buck Showalter there. You spent a lot of time with him then, but now, did you pull anything from the relationship you built with him then to now, being on his team? Yeah, um, obviously I only played in the big leagues with him in 2018 um, before this year, but from 15 to 18, I was in spring training with them. Um, so just obviously spring training is a lot more relaxed, um, but he's still like with his young guys. He, he'll come up to you like if you're not in the game, like a situation in the game. What would you have done there? He's picking your brain, trying to see what type of player you are, even though he isn't seeing you on the field. So that's kind of some of the things that we build on our relationship. One of the reasons I, I did sign here, um, having that relationship with him. Um, I've had some injuries in the past and Buck knows what I can do when I am healthy. So that was one of the reasons that I decided to sign with the Mets and I'm thankful that I did. Back in the 2020 season, when you visited City Field, you had a couple good games as well, a couple home runs. You've been hitting really well this season. Is there something that you just you got a good feel hitting that City Field? Yeah, I really don't know. I was actually talking to someone about that uh, earlier in the year. I, I do like hitting here. Um, I see the ball well. Um, I'm glad to be doing it for the Mets <laughs> and not against them now. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, we actually played that. I remember that series. We played the Mets at home and I didn't play in those two games, and then injuries happen, I end up coming here and I do play and put some good swings on the ball, and maybe that's one of the reasons I'm here. <laughs> yeah, right? You've also made the co-corner your home. You've put more balls up there than we've seen guys in recent years. Like, where's that power come from? And also, kind of build on that, how good does it feel to hit a ball that well, just for all of us who probably never have and never will? Yeah, um, I'm a strong guy. Um, I played football, basketball growing up. Um, in high school with football, like the weight training and stuff, I really started to see my power like kind of transition. Um, but for me, like if I try to hit home runs, it, it's not gonna go well. I just try to try to honestly stay in the gaps and hit the ball hard. And when I do hit the ball hard, it usually travels over the fence. Um, but the feeling when you hit it like that, you don't really feel anything off the bat. Like you, it's so flush that it's just, you don't really feel anything. So um, I obviously I've played baseball for a long time. Um, I like to 
think that I know when, <laughs> when they're going out, but obviously in St. Louis, I, I thought they were going out too and got robbed. Me too. <laughs> made, made a great play. So uh, fortunately, uh, some are growing my way. Um, I hope it continues for the rest of the year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now you talked about playing football in high school. Take us back to October 16th, 2010. DJ Stewart versus Derrick Henry, Uli High School versus Bulls, and you just completely outperformed him. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, would, a stud football player, it sounds I like. I would say outperformed him. Um, Six touchdowns, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that, uh, so that game was actually really special to me. So I'm from Uli. Um, people, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know that. I'm from that town, the high school that Derrick actually went to. I went to Bowles, um, a private school, and it was my first time playing in Yuli. Oh, wow. So I had so many friends, family, my whole family got these shirts uh, made up. It's like the Superman logo yeah. with DJ in it. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. So it was, for me, it was like, it was a big game, not only playing against Derek, uh, one of the best running backs in the country, obviously, and now in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but it was a bigger game for me just being back home. So Derek actually ran the opening kickoff back. Um, wow. He, he ran the opening kickoff back, and my coach looked at me and was like, go do something about it. <laughs> and that was actually, I think, one of the games that I had the most carries of my career. Oh, wow. and, I mean, I think I had 18 carries and six touchdowns, but that's not just me. I mean, that's the line. That's the guys blocking for me, too. Um, but it definitely felt good <laughs> going back home and doing that. At any point, we also saw that you were a five-time state champion in high school between baseball and football. That's incredible, first off. Is there any part of you at that time did football sneak in or was baseball always the true love? No, um, so I started off four for four, uh, football and baseball. We went back to back in both sports and didn't win another one until my senior year of uh, football. And freshman and sophomore year, you know, you're a young kid and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm okay at both of these. I'm, I'm gonna try to do it, do both of them in college. But as you realize, like the school that I went to in high school, it, it's a college preparatory school. Okay kind of getting you ready for that next level. And I'm like, wow, like I'm doing it in high school, but at that next level, like it's even more magnified. I'm not sure the positions that I play, linebacker and running back, if I can do that and concentrate on baseball. So I, I made a decision. Um, my parents were cool with me doing either one, football or baseball, but I'd always heard people saying that you're really good at baseball. I think <laughs> you have more potential in that last longer in your career. So I just decided that I was gonna go for it and just play baseball and committed to Florida State as a sophomore to play baseball, my dream school. Um, I would mess with the coaches when I was at Florida State like, because <laughs> the practice was right next to our field. And like, hey, uh, I'm gonna go over there with Jameis like, because he, he was on the baseball team with us as well. I'm like, and our coach is like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Jimbo would be in the dugout watching Jameis play. So I'm like, hey coach, can I come up? And he goes, come on, come on. He wanted me out there. but. Baseball coaches were having that. Yeah, you had a unique experience of playing with a Heisman Trophy winner on your baseball team. What was it like being a teammate of Jameis Winston? Unbelievable. I mean, obviously everyone sees the outside 
things that have happened in his life, but he's an incredible person. He, he really is. Um, he, he doesn't get the credit that he deserves, I think. He, he's very, very smart, um, but he doesn't take himself as that Heisman Trophy winner. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you see some things happen that he's just, he was being a kid, you yeah. know? Um, he doesn't look at himself as, oh, everyone's looking at me, Jameis Winston, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he's just, he's just Jameis. And uh, we actually had a game, we were, it was a Sunday game, and uh, we had already won the series, won the first two. I'm not sure who we were playing, but we, were, we came out flat. Jameis isn't playing in the game. We come off the field and he gathers us up and he's like, hey guys, this is Florida State and we're not playing up to our potential. We shouldn't be losing this team. And it was like, wow, he's engaged. Yeah. He's not even in this game. He's this five-star quarterback, but he cares just as much about baseball as he does. And it just, it showed us who he really, who he really is. But like you said, Heisman Trophy winner. I like to tell everybody like, yeah, I played with a Heisman Trophy winner and I grew up with another one, Derek. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's like, you don't really see that. So it's cool to me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Definitely. Florida State also has probably been the most prolific university for two-sport athletes between Jameis, I'm going to say put yourself into that, Charlie Ward, and uh, Dion. So if you had to rank, again, including yourself, Charlie, Dion, Jameis, and DJ, who, who's got top of the, the two-sport athletes? I'm not in that list. <laughs> <laughs> you can put me in there, but I'm not in that list. Um, as far as two-sport athletes, I mean, I'm going to give it to Jameis just because I, I witnessed it, yeah. you know? When you see a guy in the spring game, he goes, I think, I don't remember his stats. So the year he was going in to start, he, he lit it up. Like, I want to say like 400 yards, like five touchdowns in a spring game. Obviously, it's a spring game, but it's like, okay, he's kind of showing you. He gets on a flight, flies down to Miami, closes out the game, and he's throwing 98-99. Oh. So you see that, and you're like, dude, this guy's a superstar, you <laughs> yeah. know? So I'm going to give it to him. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinion, but I'm going to give it to Jameis. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're, you're a huge football fan just in general. Florida State's got a big year coming up. The Jaguars, I think you're a Jaguars fan, right? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Jags have a big year coming up. What's the excitement for the football season looking like? It, I mean, it's – I'm so excited. I've, <laughs> I mean, I like all football. Um, I, it started off – Obviously, college, um, going to Florida State. Um, but obviously, the ja like I like the Jags, but we've been bad for so long. Yeah. I got a little bit of a taste of it last year. I went to the Tennessee game last okay. year, basically a playoff atmosphere, and then I went to the Chargers game as well. So you got a little bit of a taste of it last year. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But when Sunday night comes and Florida State <laughs> takes the field, I'm going to be locked in, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Predictions, do you think they're going to win the ACC? I do. I, I do. I mean, it's going to be tough. Um, Clemson's always always that tough opponent, yeah. but they... Uh, <laughs> Clemson. Game, he, he, I'm a Gamecock, so I hate Clemson. Yeah. I went to Ohio State, so I also hate them. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. uh, they switched up the, uh, the format this year, which I like. Um, it's the best two teams, so yeah. I honestly think Clemson and Florida State are the best two teams. You're not taking side, like, yeah. best from this side, best from that. So 
I think they'll definitely match up in the ACC championship. I just hope we pull it out. Yeah. Take us away from the baseball field when you're not playing. What do you like to do in your free time? Um, so normally, normal offseason, uh, I, I like to deer hunt um, with my family. My wife, uh, she got me into it um, when we met in middle, we actually met in middle school. So wow. I've been with her for a long time and she got me into hunting and stuff. But we're still going to do that this offseason, but we have a five-month-old daughter. Um, so that takes up a lot of our time now, too. Um, she's, a, she's a ball of joy. Uh, she keeps us on our toes and loving every minute of it. Five month old, so that was right in the heart of you know spring training, beginning of the season. Oh, she she was born on opening day. Wow, <laughs> opening day, baby. How's yeah. it been adjusting to fatherhood as a ball player? Um, it's definitely different. Um, but my wife's a superstar. Um, she she keeps it all going. I mean, she there's some days where she's very very tired, but she she keeps it going. Makes it easier for me to come to the field, do my job. I I help out as much as I can when I'm when I'm home. Try to give her a break, but. It's definitely uh, it's an adjustment, but in a in a good way. Um, you have bad nights at the field that normally, like, you might think about it a little bit longer. But when I go home and see her smiling, and she doesn't know what the heck happened, <laughs> what so you just you you clear your mind and you smile like you forget about your 0 for four day. That was so sweet. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. I'm sure everyone's like, oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great sound bite for the people. There's a lot of new, well, I shouldn't say a lot of new dads, but there's a lot of dads in the Mets locker room. Any good piece of advice that anyone's given you? Um, so we had the family trip um, in uh, Boston, uh, going to Boston, and I don't know if it was because it was like a short flight. Like my daughter, she's flown multiple times before that, and this trip, she did not like it. <laughs> I don't know if it was because it was short, we didn't get high enough. I think her ears were popping. Mm. Um, so she cried the whole time, and I was like, oh, no, everybody's going to, that's my kid, the, <laughs> the, the crying kid. Uh, Brooks actually, Brooks Raley, yeah. he actually told me, I think he has four kids, and he was like, it's going to be okay, it gets better. <laughs> so I think that's the best advice I've gotten. Um, I, mean, I mean, it does. She, she hasn't been any trouble since then. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, DJ, don't want to take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for sitting down with us for a few minutes. Yeah, and of course. Good luck rest of the season. Been great. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah.